this might be really loud now. So just, <laughs> <laughs> just all right. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. Do you want to do the intro? No. <laughs> what, does, what does Tim usually say? This should be the intro. Us trying to figure out how to do the intro. Well, usually the just, Tim just goes, all right, let's go. All right, and music. And then it's like, okay, everyone, welcome back to the San Damas School of Film. And, and then- welcome back to the San Damas School of Film. I'm your host, Timmy. <laughs> and uh, here in the booth with me today is just Brad. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> but actually, I'm really Julian. You know what? I'm keeping that. That can be our They're intro. Cool, done. Don't even care. We don't even need Tim anymore. <laughs> no, that's it. Fired. <laughs> no, please come back, Tim. Yeah, we, we, we miss you, Tim. We need you. Um, it's like the ringmaster of the animals that we are yeah it, he's like the wrangler he's yeah. keeping us in line you know so i um i'm assuming i'm assuming here don't assume but there's a lot of assumption being thrown around that these two episodes are going to release at the same time i'd be thinking so now for those who are listening and have no idea what i'm talking about which includes me i have no idea what i'm talking about either <laughs> We're going to release... So we're doing the original Gone in 60 Seconds, the 1974... Four. There you go. Yes. 1974, Gone in 60 Seconds. And Timmy and Al have already, being the efficient old fields that they are, have already gone out and recorded the 2000... And I think it's 2000? Sure. 2000 and 1000, that'll do. Um... <laughs> The uh, the two thousand gone in sixty seconds. So they're those two because of our conflict. Commonly known as the Nick Cage. The Nick Cage gone in sixty seconds. Although I don't think I think a lot of people don't even realize that there is a an original gone in sixty seconds. Uh, Yeah, no, probably not. No, I don't. No. If you're if you're a car guy, you know that there was an original. I think you're a car guy, you know there was an original. But yeah, and we'll we'll get into that. Um, what do we usually do? Uh, we do a history. We're gonna do a history with Brad. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) (laughs) History with Brad. History with Brad. History with Brad. History with Brad. There we go. We got the solo Julian (laughs) version. No, that's better than Al's version that we did last time when it was just me and Al. Wait, 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 wait. Do we usually do the booth before we do the history with Brad part? Hang on, wait. Rewind the tape here. We've got to, if I scroll down on the little device here, we've got to go back in time. Jules, hit the booth. (laughs) Gentlemen. We're history. It's not the same doing the chars without Timmy. But and this is why we need Tim. Yeah. <laughs> See what's happened. He creates order. <laughs> it's, it's just all falling apart. Should I do the history with Brad theme again? Yeah, I go. Think we, do. History with Brad. History with Brad. History with Brad. History with Brad. <laughs> it's not the same. It's not the same. History with me. All right. Um, quick. All right. So, 1974. Uh, 1974. Gone in 60 seconds. Hour 45. I'm not going to touch that right now, but we'll get on to that. Right, right. <laughs> Look, normally we'd go, yeah, that's all right. That's not bad. Normally. Yeah. All right. What happened in 1974? Uh, Richard Nixon was forced to resign as president of the United States. Uh-huh. Uh, the final pullout of Vietnam uh-huh. happened. The IRA begins bombing in the UK. Oh, A 26-year-old Stephen King debuts his first novel, Kerry. 
Uh, Lucy's, the world's oldest humanoid skeleton, was found in Ethiopia. Wow. Estimated to be around about between three and a half to four million years old. Damn. Old. That's old. Uh, Leo DiCaprio was born. Uh, Jimmy Fallon was born. Victoria Beckham was born. And big movies of the year were The Sting, The Exorcist, Papillon, Blazing Saddles, Godfather Part 2, and Death Wish. Ooh. Charlie Bronson. Right. Yeah. Have we been to 74 before? I feel like when going through that history with Brad, I'm like, man, I've heard these facts facts before. I think it was the Nixon and the IRA. I feel like that's come up before. Uh, look, Nixon and the IRA were around for a bit of, S- bit of time. suppose that was a thing, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Fair go. One finished, the other started at this in 74. So. Yeah. Also renowned as being one of the most terrible years for rock and roll. I'm not going to go into any of the songs, but I had a quick look and... That's pretty founded. That yes, it probably was one of the worst years <laughs> yeah. ever for rock and roll. Really? Yeah. Oh, see now you're peaking. See, the information you provide is like a YouTube. You know, like I'm like, oh, tell me more. Clickbait. Tell me more. It's yeah. Clickbait. Like, I want to know about the rock and roll songs now, but we've got a movie to talk about. A pretty brilliant film. If I Look, uh... <laughs> let's just let's just put this into context. All right. Okay. This is a renowned car guys film. Yeah. All right. So there's heaps of car guys films. You know, you got Smokey and the Bandit. Yep. You've got Mad Max. You've got a movie that I actually want to. See. Oh, I saw a, uh, a documentary on today, The Wraith. Oh, dude. Wait, there's Shen. a documentary about a, the Wraith. Yeah, it was more about the car. Oh, uh, but still, it I got into that. that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, it's on my list. Don't worry. We're, I, we're doing the Wraith. I watched the Wraith. I did not. I think I watched the Wraith upon your recommendation. Maybe. I think so. But yeah, it's a the, weird movie, dude. There's all these these like classic car guys films that have like car guys love these films you know vanishing point you know all these two lane blacktop yeah two lane blacktop um what is it uh dirty mary crazy betty or whatever it is i can't remember the one similar to two lane blacktop all those things there's there's heaps and heaps and heaps of these classic car guys films Mm. you go back and watch them and most of them are terrible and this one is no exception oh definitely not i mean i love that the fact that the first what 15 to 20 minutes of this film is just like generic shots of things happening and it's a voiceover yeah. there's actually no one talking for like the first 15 minutes of the film it's all like it's i mean yes there is talking but it's all overdubbed like as in like no mouths there's no audio in sync with mouse it's literally just shots and and voiceover mm-hmm. of what's happening in a scene you know you'd think that it would happen for maybe like the first scene and then they get into the actual acting but it's not until we're in the wedding Oh yeah, it's the wedding. Yeah. Uh, what's his? I can't even remember the characters' names. Chase. He's he's the main guy. The the no Pace. Pace. A ne- Madrian. Madrian. Madrian Pace. What the fuck kind of name is that? And the other, then the rest of the people are all part of a family, the Chase family. So yeah. there's Pumpkin Chase, Pumpkin, <laughs> Pumpkin Chase, <laughs> uh, Eugene Chase, Eugene. and Stanley Chase. Yeah, it's U- Eugene. It's you- Eugene's wedding. Yes. So we're 15 minutes into the film. We've finally gotten to Eugene's wedding. And then it's like, uh, and then we get our first actual scene of people conversing with each mm-hmm. other on camera. You know, yep. like it's insane. You're like, yeah. It's so funny because I can't help but think that I don't know when the deer hunter came out or even like obviously the original Godfather, but like you watch this film. It's like all those old films, all those criminal or underworld films, they all have a wedding scene. <laughs> has a wedding scene. Yeah, and I kind of feel point. like they were sitting around and they were like, you know what we need in this film? 
all these other big movies have got wedding scenes. Let's chuck a wedding scene in there. Like, other than that, why put it in there? The script of this film looks like it was written in an afternoon by (laughs) someone that was mentally disturbed. Or a car guy. Or a car guy. (laughs) Let's make a car film. Hang on, we need some speaking. Okay, hang on. We'll just make it up on the spot. Yeah, full on. Because there's a lot of scenes in this film where I don't reckon half that stuff was in the script. They literally, the guys have, you can see, people have stuffed up their lines and they've just kept going. Yeah, yeah. And they've just gone, fuck it, that'll do. And there's a lot of like scenes where people are like interrupting each other. Yeah. Like where, ah, damn, I can't remember where it is. There's a scene where where Pace is talking to Atley, yeah. the like the head technician guy in, in the shop, yeah. and you can tell that he's like completely and utterly stuffed his lines, and Atley's there trying to like you know with his back to the camera sort of thing going trying to help him yeah. along, and it's just like they just went, yeah fuck it that'll do all right next next scene all right let's roll we're on a time budget here you know we've only got two weeks to shoot this film yeah and the thirty five dollars we've got to spend on it is what they, they made they made the film on like one hundred and fifty grand yeah it's something ridiculous it's like, like a student film. Yeah, but that's what I love about it because it's like, because, you know, like it's that thing of, you know, most of the people in the film, apart from a very small select amount of people, are playing themselves. You know, like that's... And they're all related. And I mean, they're all related, but even like, even to the point where like a lot of the police in the film are actually just cops. And, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, the fire brigade is represented by actual but f- the fire brigade. And the, yeah, and they, they probably just paid them like, we'll buy you guys lunch if you do this yeah. scene. Okay. Do you want to be an extra in a film? Yeah, here's, here's like 10 bucks or something. Yeah, like... And he, even like a lot of the crowds and things like that are formed. Like there are stories you read that during the big car chase scene, there are people in the background getting pissed off at the cops and stuff. And even like the bikers, apparently there's the servo where the, it's the, it's the first chase or car chase scene when, when he first steals Eleanor or the second time that he steals Eleanor and they get into that nighttime chase and, and the, the insurance guy's chasing him. He's like, hey, you oh, stole yeah, my car. Yeah, 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 yeah. So apparently at the servo, there's a there's a motorcycle group there and apparently it's a real bikey gang because obviously they're just extras, right? And the cops are arresting the dude for the film and they're filming it, but the actual bikey gang is like heckling and giving the cops shit because, you know, that's just the way they filmed it. It's yeah. almost like, um, you know, like they just feel it's... I feel like a lot of films, uh, sorry, scenes in this are filmed without a permit. You know, like, like, yeah, it does seem that way. Yeah. Like, um, and there's a lot of scenes where you can see that if it, there was a permit, like people are standing around watching. Yes. It's very, ob- very, very, very <laughs> so, obvious. Oh, it's so janky, man. Um, but that's what I love about it. But like, so the it does just getting onto the point of like where everybody's related in this because that was obviously where they kept the budget down. Yeah. Um. So H. B. Halicki, who's the who's Mandarin Pace, he's also the director, the writer, and I think he's like just about everything else as well. Yeah. So it's like his entire family's in this. Um. The guy that played Atlee, George Cole, mm. they're his sons in the, like the Stoner's car in the Cadillac that's rolling along with the guys in it. And Get they're out just, of yeah, town. they're all his sons. I didn't know that. So Billy, like, the Billy car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the big caddy. Yeah. yeah. So they're all his children in that. And I didn't know that. So there's like everybody in it's like, have you got any kids? Have you got a brother? <laughs> Get him in. We need him. We'll pay him 25 bucks for the day, you know, yeah. to be in this film. Does Be-all he get a line? Camera. Sure. Just make one up. Oh, that's so good. It's oh, like, I love it's, that. It's just, I don't know. It's just, as I said, it just feels like a massive, in fact, student films were probably better. It, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, to student films of today are probably better. I don't know back then, you know, like, but 
Yeah. Oh, student films of today are way better than yeah. this. Oh, are way better than this. Man, we've definitely got better technology. But, um, well, that does help too. Um, yeah, I, I love that. I didn't realize that that was this. But I mean, that's it. Everyone, it would have just been like this undertaking. Here's this guy. He's like, you know what? We're going to make this sick car film. It's going to have this epic car chase. Who knows what the film's about? But all we know is we're going to wreck a bunch of cars and we're going to have a bunch of really sick cars in it of the time. I mean, like, you know, a lot of those cars are really sick still. Some of them, I'd be like, "Why would you even?" Yeah, when the Colombian drug lord, why do you want the prime mover? Venezuelan, Venezuelan, Venezuelan. Let's not stereotype all Colombians as drug lords. (laughs) South American, Latin American, Latin American. All right, yeah, yeah. Um, There's some interesting choices of vehicles in here. Why does he want so many limos that basically all look the same? I don't know. But there was there was some really really cool cars there, and then there was like a wood panelled station wagon. (laughs) Yeah. I suppose, you know, he wants the variety. Yeah, and some of the cars, though, were pretty cool. Like yeah. the Manta. The Manta. That thing is nuts. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's probably the best car there, as oh, far as definitely. I'm concerned. I, but, you know what? Beyond it, but not, not to harp on too much about that one specific car, but I don't even know. Apart from this movie, I've never seen a Manta. I don't know who They made... Uh, so I think this was their first foray into uh, actual road cars. Oh. But Manta made a lot of race cars. Right. Like That's what they were known for. They made a lot of race cars. So open wheeler, Can Am yeah. stuff. Can Am, I think, was Can-Am. probably their thing. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So this was yeah their first road going thing. But yeah. there's there is a heap of cool cars and like oh, the yeah. fact that they actually got Parnelli Jones, who at the time was oh. an absolute legend. Like this guy won the Baja One Thousand, yeah. like you know, as many times as possible. And that car, that Bronco, yeah. that's the, his actual car. That's the famous yeah. Bronco, Parnelli Jones Bronco. Yeah. George Barris is in this in the background. Who's George Barris? So George Barris is like he's the guy that made the original Batmobile. Get out of town. Yeah, so it, so yeah, he's a car crafter. He was in a whole heap of um, sort of other films. He built a whole heap of other sort of movie cars as well. Yeah. But so the original 1960s Batmobile, yeah. you know, with the, the Adam West one, he yeah. built that car. So what that was scene? His... Where, like, where is he in the I don't know. It's like I was looking at the credits and I went, and then I, I did a bit of checking and like, yeah, yeah, he's, he's in it. He's like just in the background. I don't think he has a speaking part. Yeah, right. But, but yeah, and there's a few other sort of people that were like famous at the time, car people that were in it that I had no idea who they were. But Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I didn't, yeah, didn't pick that at all. Like, I mean, I... I <laughs> doesn't make it a better film though. <laughs> no, it doesn't. But I, I guess it's, you'd almost call it, rather than calling it a university project or that, you'd call it a community project. Yeah. Get the community involved. And well, it seemed <laughs> like they did. Yeah, yeah, they got everyone involved. Everybody. But I mean, like going off that, what you were saying earlier about like, you know, they're flying by the seat of the pants or they didn't really have a script or anything. Like even the scene at the start with the, um, the <laughs> derailed locomotive. Yeah. Apparently that's a real accident. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Like, Why not? They, they heard about it and then they were like, okay, cool. Let's incorporate it into the film. Cause I remember looking at the rails and Why stuff. Why not take like that opportunity? And, yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I, even years ago, I remember like, you know, you see the locomotive on the side and they're like, you're kind of like, wow, that, that. Those locomotives are worth a fortune, right? And to actually, if you were just going to have one on the side for that scene, even a scrap locomotive, but then I'm like, you look at the rails and the rails are all bent up and you're like, wow, that looks so real. They did really well on that. And being obviously we're doing this for podcast, I'm like, okay, I'll do a bit of research. And sure enough, it was an actual derailment. (laughs) In all likelihood, the truck that hit it, the guy probably did actually die. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe. the driver got killed. But like, that's, I think that's the whole thing with this film. Like so much of this stuff was literally unscripted. Yeah. Made up on the spot. Yeah. The car chase, I reckon, was a perfect example of that. I reckon there was like an idea for the car chase. Like, let's, <laughs> let's be honest. The car chase is what, 50% of this film? 
It's bad. Yeah, it goes for like 48 minutes or something. Yeah, well, in an, <laughs> like, there you go, an hour 45 oh, man. film, which realistically the, probably could have cut 20 minutes out of that. There's a fair bit at the start that really car? didn't need to be there. I love the car chase. Oh, you no, mean the, the start of the no, film? The start of the film. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of, like the wedding. You could cut the wedding. Yeah, the wedding didn't make any sense. Well, actually, you know what? It kind of makes sense in a way. Now I'm going to apply probably a little more thought process to this than it deserves, but the wedding. Okay. So apparently there's this tension, like maybe it's like, cause they're obviously, they're obviously very good at this, right? Well, okay. Going back even further. One thing I love about this film is the fact that they're just crooks. Yeah. There's none of this like Nick Cage. Oh, I have to do it for like to save my brother in a normal cars. And it's like, it's like, no, 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 they're just stealing cars cause they're crooks and they want to make a lot of money. Yeah, exactly. The, the storyline's so simple. We're going to steal a bunch of cars. We're going to give it to this Venezuelan drug lord and he's going to give us a bunch of money. Boom. End of story. That's, that's your whole story, right? Yeah. But um, the they ta- they early in the film, uh, it's mentioned the, the tension between Eugene and Pace. Um, and obviously, you know, that's why they have the wedding is to say, hey, look, this is so important. This is such a big job mm-hmm. that you have to put your honeymoon yeah, yeah. on... You know, hold. it sets the pretense. It's it's the pretense creates that tension, and and then and then obviously, yeah, you know, it cascades from there, and Eugene just goes way off the rails. And yeah, it's sort of like there was so much stuff that just sort of I don't know if, if it was like the whole car full of cocaine thing. Oh no, heroin, heroin, yeah, and sort of like that seemed to be that could have maybe should have been a bigger part of the film, but it was just like a really small scene. Mm. Next scene, they set the car on fire. And that's it. Like, obviously, but, it's a bit where Eugene gets pissed yeah, off. Yeah, that, that's dub, obviously his breaking point because he wants to make all this money. He yeah. wants the easy money, you know? Like, he's all about easy money. Yeah, I don't think shifting a million bucks worth of heroin is going to be easy money. I don't think it's going to be easy money. Like, I, don't, I wouldn't know what to do with a million bucks worth of heroin. <laughs> I don't know. Just exactly. Do a lot of I'd heroin. Probably, <laughs> I could probably get rid of 100, 100 stolen cars quicker than I could a yeah, yeah, million yeah. bucks worth of heroin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, what would you do? Like, like Anyway. We're not going to worry about the. Uh, but I think there was like, the, they went into really high detail on how they rebirthed the cars, like you know, and how I they. I love that. Everything it was like straight up. They're like, you want to know how to switch cars? Yeah, here's a running here's play. How to do it? Yeah, here's a step by step book on how to rebirth a car. Oh, Buy a stolen, smashed one, find one exactly the same, and yeah. do this, especially on early Chryslers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look how easy it is. You can peel like they're showing you how to peel the freaking labels. <laughs> yeah, off. Exactly. And I'm like, man, this is almost like a criminal handbook. It's like, what was that? Uh, it's like the anarchist handbook or something. Yeah. You know? Like, oh my god. And moral of the story: Don't put the car you've just done. Back on a yard oh, in the same town two days afterwards. Away, yeah. Especially with a very recognizable number plate of that. It and was... Ooh Girl, and yeah, and it's like in bright orange. <laughs> exactly. Like right. Safety high vis orange. You yeah. Know? It's like, oh. But they got rid of the car pretty quick. But they even did. that car chase with like the tow truck, which oh, was man. obviously in fast forward, but still hilarious. Oh, look, there was some definite. <laughs> you know, what? it's funny because I've never noticed it, noticed it in fast forward before. Um, and then today, yeah, it's the scene where he does the U turn. Yeah. Like, he does this U turn, and I just went. Oh yeah, no, nah, that doesn't look right, does it? <laughs> no, <Nah. laughs> right there's all. there's nothing right about that that whole oh. car, that tow truck car scene. Um, it's yeah. Look, when we said we were going to be doing this film, I so wanted to do the remake versus the original. 
because this is like this is a hard watch oh, in, in today's standard. You've got to want to watch this film to actually <laughs> do it. It's like I would not recommend this film to anybody oh, at no. all. No one, Just unless you're a, unless you're a hardcore car guy that hasn't seen it. But if you're a hardcore car guy and you haven't seen it, then you're not a hardcore car guy. Yeah, because um, this that is like true. you've got to tick the box. You know, okay, I've seen <laughs> it. It's done. It's like when you um in uh, you know the Steve McQueen film um with the Mustang. Oh. In where they're in San Francisco, I've just had a mental blink. Oh, um, no, I know. Ah, oh. anyway, that that's gonna drive me nuts. If you've ever watched that film, that film oh. is absolutely terrible. It is so <laughs> yeah. goddamn boring. The only good part about it is the car chase. Yeah, yeah. And um, why have I forgotten the name of that film? I know the one you're talking about. <laughs> I can't remember it either. That yeah. one, that, that film, that one. Um, yeah, that film is absolutely terrible. Yeah. The car chase is literally the only good part about it. Yeah. And fair, thank God it's like 15 minutes, so it's like, all right, to watch. But then even you watch that and it's like the same, it's like most of that car chase is the same scene from different camera angles that they've spliced back into it. Like As the in, black... Oh, in, you mean in the, in the uh, Steve McQueen film? Yeah, in the Steve McQueen yeah, film. Yeah. So they're literally, that black charger that goes over, like as they're going down the hill, yeah. it loses the same front hud cap like six or seven <laughs> times. You know, it's like, what, that. did they stop and put it back on? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing I love about this car chase. I mean... Bullet. That, that's what that movie's called. Bullet. bullet. Oh, yeah, Thank yeah. Bullet, bullet. Yeah, another one. Um, that's <laughs> one thing I love about this car chase is that... Well... The one thing that separates this car for those who haven't seen the original Gun 67. This one makes more sense. This one makes more sense because the car gets absolutely fucked on, right? Yeah. The car gets like so fucked on. Like, it's Which it does so in the tragic. remake as well. Oh, does it? It loses a mirror. Yeah, it, maybe not as much as this one. Though. Yeah. Like, this car's a write off. Like, <laughs> this thing is cactus. Like, it, but, it, but I love that, like, obviously, like, yeah, there's a couple unscripted parts. Like, obviously, he has this big crash. Uh, might as well talk about it now where, you know, he cuts all, what, what does he do? He's doing 90, he's at 85, 90 mile an hour down this freeway and he cuts across four lanes of traffic, clips one of the other stunt cars, does a spin, hits a pole. And man, he's so lucky he's not dead. Yeah. Like where it hit the car, where, like, where was it? It was basically like the front left wheel. So mm-hmm. just in front of where the driver is. If, you know, if that was a meter further back, like that, he's dead, and you know, tragically enough, he did die on a movie set filming the sequel to this. Yeah, film. the sequel. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, if he, if if yeah, if he'd hit that a meter back, he would have been gone. But but anyway, I love the fact that anyway, the car gets totally. You see where it hits, and it's like, you know, the car would have been in just terrible shape. But then in the next scene, it's driving away, and it's got this huge caved in part in the front. But the front wheel is like yeah, now perfectly protruding. Yeah, they've quickly just the put it back together. Again. Yeah, they're like yeah. you know, obviously like would have been destroyed. But you got to admire that though. Like that, obviously like this car's getting so hacked up, and they keep like you know. I think I read somewhere. I think I had this on DVD many years ago, and there was like a like a small bonus uh, features thing, and they were talking about they basically had like a rolling workshop that would constantly have to keep repairing the vehicle. Mm. You know, they, they, they didn't scene. have extra cars. They had yeah, to they, fix that one. <laughs> that's it. Like, yeah. yeah. Cause like you look at the damage and obviously they had to film it in sequence. Yeah. Um, because every piece of damage that's on there, like you can almost track it, you know, like even like little scrape where a bit of the fender gets bent back or something. Like you can actually keep track of it and stuff. And like, obviously they just had to keep fixing this thing mm-hmm. and man, what a pain in the ass that would have been. Well, after he hit that pole, imagine the amount of damage in that car. From hitting that, you would have shifted all the engine mounts, like the, the whole K frame, anything that's under there would have been shifted, destroyed. Like, 
So, and I think they were they were then shooting again like a week and a half later. It was, I think this film was shot in two weeks. Oh, you serious? Yeah, like the whole thing. So not even that. I think most of the car chase scenes I think were shot in like less than a week. No kidding. Because I think they had to close down roads and stuff to do it. So there was like, you know, they only had a very limited time. Oh, yeah, yeah. But the, the thing about the car is that their promo stuff afterwards was that the car was still running after they'd finished it. Like it yeah. still ran. And they took people, like that was part of the promo <laughs> thing. It was like the car would turn up at the cinemas completely trashed oh, so and they'd weird. take people for drives in the car. <laughs> with, and it had like, you know, the Gone in 60 yeah. Seconds written down the side of it and everything. And that was the oh, thing. You got to man. go for a drive in the Gone in 60 Seconds Mustang. That'd be cool. <laughs> it's That'd completely so mangled. Cool. <laughs> I'd love to go for a drive in a car. Like apparently it's still kicking around somewhere. Probably. Actually. Like yeah. it's probably... In, you know, unfortunately, like, you know, what happens to a lot of movie cars is they get put in a back lot and they just rot. I yeah, mean, this car would look... And they get they get rot. found in barns, like, yeah. you know, 30 years later. Like, I went to... I went on a Universal studio back in 2013 or whatever it was. And um, Universal Studios. And they have, like... You know, you do, you know, you do the bus tour thing or whatever. Yeah. But they have cars parked in the lot there that you kind of drive past and you see... And they're all just sitting there. All the tires are flat, and they just look, they just look destroyed. And like you know, they're these really iconic cars from films that you've seen. They're just yeah. sitting there the, out in the, the open. Car. Yeah, yeah. So well, they found going back to Bullet again. They found the actual Bullet Mustang in like somewhere in Mexico. No kidding. Like it had been stolen. Someone owned, <laughs> like someone had bought it, and then yeah. it had been stolen. It was missing for like thirty years or something, and they found it in Mexico somewhere. And wasn't isn't that a similar story happened with? Um, Tarantino and his Malibu. So you know that you know in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, I know we're supposed to be talking about Gone in sixty seconds, but uh, in Pulp Fiction, um, you know Vincent Vega's Malibu that he drives into the wall oh. of his dealer's house. That's actually where they shot Marvin in the face. No, no, no. That's no, nah, not that one. So that's it's the it's the open. Uh, what do you call it? The soft top open. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. it's the one Vince Vega's got. He's driving along. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's sorry. Got, yep, it's yep, when yep. what's her face is ODing and yep, he drives yep, yep. into the. So that car. That's actually Tarantino's Malibu. Okay. That's his, that's his car. And after shooting that that film, it got stolen, and it was missing for like yeah, again like twenty or thirty years or something, or however long it's been since mm-hmm. Pulp Fiction came out. Twenty years. Yeah. And it resurfaced in in the last few years. He got it back or something. <laughs> I, I, cool. Look, don't hold me to that, but it's something along those lines. But even even you know what you know what <laughs> yeah, iconic movie vehicle got rediscovered and rebuilt, revamped, uh, refurbished was the... Restored, even? Restored, that's the word. I'm, I'm looking for the word. I was I'm just like, letting you go. You'll get there it? eventually. No, he didn't get there. <laughs> like, you didn't make it. Yeah. Um, was the... What's the second Jurassic Park film? The Lost World? Sure. You remember that cool RV thing with the trailer that gets thrown over the cliff? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone found that, and it was like in a real bad way, and they repaired <laughs> yeah. it and did it up again, so... How would you restore the Gone in 60 Seconds vehicle? I suppose you don't, don't as long as it's running. I don't think it needs to be restored. No, I think the whole like, point of it is that it isn't. That well, it isn't. Yeah. But if you like, if you like, look at it, it's all shabby. You're like, oh, that's just how it needs to be. You know, like as long as it runs, mm-hmm. that's all good. You know, so, um, anyway, anyway, I'm going on a bit of a tangent here, but no. Uh, <laughs> I mean, look, you know what? What else do you say about this film? Like, what? There's got to be like. 20 paragraphs of dialogue in this film. Yeah. And, yeah. and most and of it's like 19 and a half of it's shit. <laughs> oh man. It's so bad. Like probably even to the point it's so, it's so low budget this film. Like even like the nighttime chase scene where he steals the insurance guys. You know, the drunk, oh, yeah, yeah, the drunk yeah. guy. Yeah. You can't see half of the scene, right? Yeah. Like 
they come around the corner and there's some kids parked in the street and they've obviously realized, well, you know, they, you know, they're, they're creating a roadblock and there's people parked in the street. And he honks the horn. He's like, get, get out of the road, you damn kids. And he has to drive around them. And then the other guy comes. He's like, you still in my car. They obviously had to put those lines in because the actual film that they shot, all you can see is like headlights. four taillights and, and four headlights. Right? <laughs> like other than that, you have no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. So they've obviously had to like put these lines in over the top to try and give some idea on what's going on. Because they obviously didn't, you know, they must have used everything they shot. You know, yep. like they've obviously filmed it and gone, you know what? We took the time to close the road. We took the time to film it. We spent the money on the film. We spent the money on the people and blah, blah, blah. And we can't, uh, you know, we, we, we want to get our money's worth. So we'll chuck it in the film anyway. Yeah. You know, even though it's such a useless bit of film and it, it <laughs> takes away from the film, they're like, fuck it. We'll just put it in there anyway. So you know, much so. is just thrown in there. Oh man. Yeah. The randomness of this is is unbelievable. It's like, what about the tiger in the back of the car? <laughs> All I could think of was, there's a goddamn cougar in the car. <laughs> I know there's a cougar in the car. I put the cougar in the car. I know, right? Like, but he ran away and the tigers jumped out and chased him. Wouldn't you just run back and grab the car? I yeah. suppose then there's a tiger. Like, it's I, only a baby tiger. Though. I love how shit so Still. many people are in the 70s. They're like, that. I feel like that 90% of people are just leaving their keys in the car. Mm. Like that, there's that, they're like, there's a scene where they're driving down the street and the chick gets out of, I think it's a Lamborghini. I think it's a Lamborghini. I don't know. I can't remember. Anyway, you know, attractive woman gets out of the car like, hey, look at that. And he's like, he's like, oh, I think I'm in love. And he's like, no, no, I'm talking about the car. 10 to 1, she left the keys in the ignition. <laughs> oh, and yeah. it's like, what? And he gets out and he just gets in and drives away. And it's like, are people really just leaving their key in the ignition Especially all the in, in time? ultra expensive exotic cars. And, and, in, and considering like the whole point of the film is like, <laughs> You know, there's the the continuous thing at the car park, at the airport car park. Don't leave things inside. Don't leave. Make sure your car's Lock locked. The door. Lock your door. <laughs> repeating, <laughs> yeah. repeating. And then oh, at the man. when they're at the uh, the speedway and the, the bit that I showed you guys of the, you know, your car oh, will be gone, gone in, in 60, 60 seconds, seconds on oh, the Goodyear blimp that zing. comes up. They're oh, continuously pretty. reminding people to. Maybe it was an issue. Maybe people did just leave their keys in the car. All I the mean, time. possibly. You know, like in the same way that like there was an era where you know people were like you got to stop hitchhiking because there are serial killers killing hitchhikers mm-hmm. and people were like I don't believe that's a thing. They, they kept hitchhiking right like yep. so maybe there was this epidemic of like people had that confidence to leave the keys in the car thinking that it was a safe enough neighborhood not to it won't get stolen but i think there's still places in the world where that happens like yeah. country towns and stuff and you know you don't lock your doors and bits and pieces i'm sure that that still happens but i don't think la has been that place for a very long time no if, if ever since before humans got there maybe. <laughs> yeah maybe <laughs> but i mean it's like even like there's that cliche thing of like you see in car films where they put the keys on the dash, yep. on the sun visor. Terminator 2. I've never done that in my life. Never. Ever. Would never do it. I don't care how safe the place is. Like, the keys there to lock the vehicle to keep it Look, safe. Like, I've left my keys in the car many times. Yeah. Just, but it's through accident. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember one time I went to the gym and I was like so tired when I actually went to the gym, let alone what I was like afterwards. Yeah. And after I'd finished the gym session, I'm like, I couldn't find my keys anywhere. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, maybe I left them in the car. So I'd parked my car across the road from the gym yeah. in this like little car park of this factory that wasn't being used. Yeah. I got back to the car. I'd left the door open. And not only were my <laughs> keys in the ignition, I'd left the car running. Oh, <laughs> I love that. So, um, that you know, simple. maybe it happens, you know. Oh, once... I know we're not talking about the movie at the moment, but I was like, this is when I was working as a baker many years ago. 
right, we got it. This is the random. It suits a film. Random no, no, bits because it's, <laughs> it's car related, right? It's car related. So, so I was I was on my way to work as a baker, and I need to stop at an ATM, and it's like midnight. And this is my old Ford AU. My I used to have an X Taxi AU. Excellent. Anyway, and I used to be able to lock the door, even though it was like auto locks, like you know, fancy locks. You can't. Yep. You, used to lock it and close the door really quickly and it would stay locked. Whereas if you'd push the lock down, it would pop back up because you're supposed to use the central locking. But if you do it quick. Anyway, so I get out. So I quickly park in this no standing zone and I get out of the car to go use the ATM. And just out of habit, I flick this little lock down and close the door really quickly. So I'm parked in a, in a no standing zone. <laughs> the car's running. And you've just locked yourself out. And of I've it. just locked myself out <laughs> of the damn thing. And I'm going to be late for work. And I'm like, fuck. So, you know, call Iris in. But... Anyway, point being, <laughs> this film, everybody's like, the dude, I mean, okay, so the, the airport, when they're at the airport, um, there's a driver and he leaves the key in the boot. I can see that. So it's, it, they get the luggage oh, out, one. the yeah, people yeah, yeah, are yeah, late. Yeah, yeah. So, so they and and yeah, the guys, yeah, he's rushing. So He's yeah. rushing. So I, I can forgive that. But, you know, like in this film, people are just leaving their keys everywhere, super mm-hmm. easily accessible. Mm-hmm. So one thing I really dig, uh, did dig one thing I really did dig about this film was not only the excellent uh, education on how to switch cars, <laughs> yeah. was the, the the crafty little ways that they... Oh, they showed wire, you They showed you how. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. The right. ...into the Rolls-Royce, you know, but I don't know what terminals they're hitting, but they're obviously bypassing the ignition barrel in the steering column. Yeah. But like, here's how you can just bypass it and put your own ignition barrel in. And I'm sure that they were all legitimate things, too. I reckon they were, too. They weren't made like, up. There was no Hollywood stuff there. They were literally... Do- yeah, they were actually doing that. And oh, even the bits man. where they've, like, had the, the tools that they were using to, like, open the locks. Yeah. <laughs> And how quickly they were doing it. To get it's into like, the Mustang, I'm like, yeah, he just reaches around. Easiest car ever. <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, no wonder people were getting their cars stolen in the 70s. Like, you could almost stick your arm through the car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, An American build oh, quality. Yeah. My mum had a Tirana that you could un- you could lock it. And then if you shook the door handle enough, the lock would pop. And then you jump in. It was the old Holden steering lock thing. So you didn't actually need a key to start it. Oh, so you no could kidding. literally drive it around with no keys. Lock it. <laughs> unlock it and then just jump in it and drive it we had a Commodore like that same deal the driver's door yeah. if you pulled the driver's yeah. door enough times exactly right eventually it would just unlock yeah. itself yeah this is a car I think I've mentioned it in another one thing. in another episode where it was stolen so when we lived in Aspendale it was stolen and we were running late for work so we had to take instead of taking the Toronto we took the Kingswood that day yeah anyway a week later or so two weeks later or something literally on the day it was about to be like considered gone and stolen it was found in reservoir <laughs> out the front of the reservoir police station what? and the only reason it was found was that the cops from the police station went to the pizza shop across the road and the guy in the pizza shop's gone hey that tarana's been parked there for two weeks you should probably check it out <laughs> <laughs> so we had to drive all the way and the only reason oh, it was parked there was no. it had run out of fuel so oh, we got shit. there and we just grabbed a jerry can and filled it with petrol and I'm driving it home and there's a tape because it was back in those oh days had a God. tape in the tape deck yeah. and it was a Led Zeppelin tape. Best part about it was I didn't own a Led Zeppelin <laughs> tape. Not only did we get the car back, the guys had given me a Led you Zeppelin a tape. tape. With it. Sweet. Oh man, that's gone. You know what I love? I can I, I can just picture them like driving around in this car being like, hell yeah, we got this car and then it runs out of fuel and it's like slowly comes to a stop yep. and then they look where they are and they're outside a freaking cop shop. <laughs> it's like, oh shit. Oh man! But the other funny thing in this film, which I, I did have a bit of a giggle about, was when they're uh, the cops. No, they're following the uh, one of the Mustangs. No, the car that they eventually steal when they first see it and it pulls into the towers and it's the radio 
DJ's oh, car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They first see it and they sit there and they go, hmm, pretty color. It's baby shit brown. It's not a pretty color. Which one? Which wait? What's so when they first see the guy that they actually the one they steal and ends up being trashed when they first see that car and it yeah. goes into the towers into like the parking lot and they're after they're going to get another one they're doing something else at the time so they see it the first time and they go to steal they go to they steal one and then yeah. they find out that it's not insured so they give it back and he goes oh, I know where there's another one and they go and steal oh, that at one the, yeah the international towers or whatever yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so the first time they see that they're looking and they go oh, pretty color. Is it that? It's yellow. It's it's yeah, but it's like baby shit brown. It's oh, that tanny. Yeah. It's not a pretty color at all. It is not a nice color. I'm to the fact fan. where this car is like one of the most hated Mustangs of all time. The only reason that people actually want it is because it's the Gone in sixty seconds car. Oh, yeah, it's the only reason why. It's it's a horrible Mustang. Why? <laughs> it's disgusting. It's like you don't like it. No, they're the oh, worst. See, I like it. <laughs> it's I like the worst. It. Like some of the ones I made in the eighties look better than that. Ooh, ooh, I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. That that 1972 like Mustang. Really, I really horrid. like this Mustang. Nah. Wow. Nah. I'm going to buy one just to annoy you. Sure. I don't know. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> but now, if you bought one, I'd go, hey, it's a Gone in 60 Seconds car. Cool. I got, I got too many cars. So it's very, very different to the remake Gone in 60 Seconds Mustang, which yeah. is probably the best looking Mustang they ever made. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's so a good very different. Car. So, I mean, look, I I don't know if the... Uh, I mean, I don't think the other guys would have made comparisons to the... I doubt they've watched the original, to be honest. But and lucky them. It is... I, I won't... I won't <coughs> I'm not going to sit here and turn this into a comparisons podcast, but it's interesting how many things carried over into the new film. Well, the uh, guy that directed this was... He wrote both films. Uh, yeah. Well, that's... And according to IMDb... He well, wrote both he films. bodged he, this one together and then he wrote this well, one. Well, <laughs> one obviously had a budget. Yeah. And this is one of the, probably one of the only times where I would consider that the remake is way better than the original. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. usually, usually not the case. Yeah. This case is the remake. As much as the remake's still not a great film by any means. No. Nick Cage probably holds it together. Yeah. The remake <laughs> is by far a better film than the original. But do you know what? I've watched this original way more times like I, you're True. not gonna yep. like no, you're gonna find I'll, this hard to believe no I'll, I'll agree yeah I've, done, yeah I've done the same thing I've watched this film I I wouldn't even know how when I was younger when I was in my early teens mm-hmm. or not early teens my teens you know just come out of high school mm-hmm. and I discovered this film and I discovered a little bit of like smoking joints here and there I, I used to oh, great I, stoner film I used to get stoned <laughs> right every now and then I'd get I'd get a little bit high and I'd watch this film yeah, fair uh, it was brilliant. That makes sense. It was brilliant. And I tell you, man, that scene at the end with the jump, when you're sitting there and if, if you've had a few Hell, drinks. Jump. Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Jump, the big, right? yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. He's one of the coolest scenes in any movie ever, as far as I'm concerned. Because it's legit, right? <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no special effects there's in this film. There's no special <laughs> effects. Like, even like to the point where, like, because obviously the Nick Cage, the big jump at the end of the Nick Cage is the shittest, dumbest, lamest, god-awful piece of... Yeah. ever right that jump is so lame but in this like for those who haven't seen it he does the this huge jump what do they say like, a, like a proper Dukes of Hazzard style proper Dukes of Hazzard but it's the slow motion like when the car comes down and you see the front end hit the road and the whole chassis twisting and, and then he does like the 180 mm-hmm. sorry he does a 360 so he spins out and he's doing this big 360 he's just got the foot planted and you can hear the engine, you hear the tires screeching. It's like, and you hear the engine like, like trying to spool up. Like, it's just 
awesome. Well, I think it's the, the credit to it is that this car chase is like it's a proper stuntman. Yeah. But, you know, early 70s, you know, George Miller, you know, hanging off the side of a car with a, you know, with a cameraman being held in by someone just holding his belt sort of thing filming. Ah, that's what it reminds me of is um, the second half of Death Proof. Have you seen Death Proof? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. The the scene with the with the three women driving the yeah, which women, is the like, the vanishing point ripoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Because yeah. there's the uh, mind you, there's two vanishing points. There's two films called Vanishing Point. And they both use white challenges. Or yeah, white, yeah, 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 white challenges. Well, because they they reference that in in Death Proof, I think. They yeah, say yeah. it's the vanishing point challenge, and then they, yeah, and then they do this stunning. Um, but the car gets like totally shit on. Yeah, and it's in the same way of like the original Grand Sixteen's. The car gets totally shit on. So, but. Anyway, anyway, so, um, fuck, what was I going to say? The jump. Oh, the jump, yeah. Oh, that jump, though, is just mint. Because, like, because it's a slow motion, and you're just watching it for so long, and there's, like, you see the fluids just gushing out. It also would have been, it's like, the, the, the brief to the stuntman would have been, we've only got one car. This is a one-take job. It, <laughs> Get it right. The crazy thing is it wasn't even a stuntman. It was him that did it. Oh, really? It yeah. <laughs> Apparently, he like messed his back up really bad. He like compressed like 10 vertebrae or something. No shit. Like, he had a really hard time after it. Because, wait, like, you see that thing, man. When he hits it, when he hits the ground, like, you see that car, like, especially from the side-on shot, like, when that car hits, and you just see the amount of... Um, energy going through that chassis. You're just like, oh. And it, yeah, apparently messed his back up real bad. So I can not, see why. Not bad enough to really make a work cover claim, I suppose. But uh, I don't think there was work cover. <laughs> I don't look in the States. I'm pretty sure uh, there probably still isn't. I'll tell you what. We've got to mention, uh, obviously, him filming the sequel. I don't know if you read or looked in, into much of it. A little bit. So The sequel was like a few years later, though, wasn't it? It was like 89. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, maybe eighty six, something like that. They were filming the sequel. HB Halicky. and there is actually a. They filmed the chase. I don't know how much of the other film, but they they did actually film eighty three. Oh, eighty three. There you go. So I was way off. But nearly ten years later. Yeah, so quite a while. But they had a bit. They had a bit of funding, um, and they were filming that. You can watch the car chase. Um, obviously, it doesn't show him getting killed in this car chase, but it's it's. They've they constructed all the all the content that they had, and it goes for about eleven minutes, and they've got this car chase of him in a truck. And I tell you, it looks shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the the one thing I love about this film is like, yeah, the dialogue's crap, yeah, <coughs> the storyline sucks, and <laughs> even the cinematography is fucking rubbish. But the car chase is cool. Like, it's cool. It's, it's a cool car chase, yeah. right? It's action packed. It's raw. It feels really raw. Whereas in this new one, it look shit it's well, super cheesy Hollywood yeah it's cheesy bad yeah. explosions and Man. then there's like a car that like is this weird it's like a little pyramid but it and it drives under cops and flips cop cars and stuff and it, it, the whole thing just I can't shit. remember uh, you know if you, if you see it it's the car chase out of the second like it looks it looks atrocious like I said it's worth the watch this 11 minute sequence that they filmed um, I'm sure it's on YouTube. You can just yeah, it is. Yeah, you can check it out. But it's it's it looks bad. So if it's kind of like, look, I'm not going to say it was a blessing that he got killed. Like that's obviously tragic. But um, but it's kind of a blessing that this film didn't come out because I think if the second Gone in sixty seconds had come out, it really would have put a taint on 
people have been like, going to see things. Oh yeah, that bad sequel. You know, like you know, like yeah. when a film, yeah, it would have been like that. So it's kind of well. Like good the funny thing is, it. there's two gone in sixty seconds. Two. Wait, what? One from eighty. Hang on, I'll just go back to it. So you're saying there's another one? Well, look, I'm just going to say what IMDb is telling me. So, right. Gone in sixty seconds two, Deadline Auto Theft, oh. and then Gone in sixty seconds two, uh, The Junk Man. One's from eighty three and one's from eighty two. Right. Yeah. Interesting. And then Gone in sixty seconds, which was two thousand. Yeah. Right. Yeah. How fascinating! I have to look into it because I think the Junk Man one was the Hellad. Decky, whatever his name was. H.P. Um, Halanicky. Yep. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Oh. Um, what else can you say? I mean, we're not really kicking on in time. <laughs> but if we run the no. two episodes together, then it, it doesn't matter. Look, well, yeah. this is true. I mean, are we? <laughs> I don't know if we're combining the episodes or releasing them separately, whatever. but... Um, doesn't matter. Look, realistically, there's not really a lot to talk about in this film other than the car chase no. and how terrible everything else is. I'm just trying to think of the other units. One thing I really did like, actually, was the, the, the level of detail. Again, going in with the education we've had on switching cars, mm-hmm. the education we've had at hot, ro- hot wiring Rolls Royces, mm-hmm. and then... Um, and, you know, and how to steal Mustangs with uh, coat hangers. Oh, yeah, totally, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah, to flip the, hand, the door, <laughs> the, sorry, the lock up. And then, uh, I liked when they were doing their little briefing and obviously they had the, dis- the disguises on. Um, and I liked that they had. That's your cat. Oh, it was the cat? Yeah. That freaked me out. <laughs> I was like, that door just opened. Sorry to anyone time. listening, the door just opened by itself, but it wasn't. From where Jules look- is sitting, the door looked like it just opened by itself. Stupid cat. Um, <laughs> but no, no, one thing I did is when they, they're in the disguises, but they were going through the briefcase and they have all their little tools oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, then the they had the key kit. cutting and it's like, it's like you watch these guys, you're like, man, these guys really are pros. Like these guys, that's one thing I really did like about it. And I know that there was the attention to detail, like there was over attention to detail in some yeah. bits, and then like negative attention to detail on majority of everything else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if, in reality, they were actually they were actually cars, ca- that was real car thing. and they made a movie to make it look like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, to be really honest, I still don't quite understand how the switching works. Like, I get it, what you put all the new serial numbers, but wouldn't that car have already been written off? You know? Well, no, because you... Well, I think maybe it was different back then. Back then, yeah. You couldn't do that these days. Is car switching still a thing? Oh, I think it is. I, yeah, absolutely it is. I think it's like a... But it's like it's a hell of a lot harder to do these days. Yeah. So it's like, there's yeah, but it's definitely a thing. Yeah. Absolutely a thing. We'll have to check it out. You hear about them all the time, about rebirth cars being found. And Rebirthing. Oh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. I suppose if it's... There's a, there's like a, a, you know, an indie industry name for it. I can't remember what it's, what it's yeah, called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've lost that, lost that, but yeah, it's basically a rebirth car. Rebirthing. I think that's what yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. You, you buy a wreck, you, buy, you steal another one, you turn the stolen one into the wreck. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, this has been been educational uh, rebirthing and stealing with Brad and Jules here. But no, I did. I I really enjoyed that 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 kind of detail. Not that I was like looking for the details to become an expert on it, but like I like that detail, even to the point where they they have their two. What do they call them? They're like their little. They're subtle cars. They have those two. They're like two white valiants or something. Yeah. What did they call them? The staff cars. Is that what they called them? It wasn't staff. It was something along those lines. They just have their little 
you know, out and about cars. They're subtle cars, but they both had the same number plate. Yeah. You know, like obviously they've set this up so well. They've got this full system. But even they were talking about how like, like, you know, Atlee, when you came to work with me, you came, you became a pro. And like, you know, these guys know what they're doing to the point where they've even got the hot water heater in the corner of the warehouse. That was really like, cool. I did like that. It comes up and down, like secret compartment. I thought about that, but it's like, oh, how can I turn like turn my old hot water service into a safe? And <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like that. a <laughs> secret compartment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like crazy stuff. Like I really dig it, you know, like, but and, and, and that's what I, you know, I know I said it earlier, but that's one of the things I really love about this film as bad as it is, is that kind of detail uh, is the, is the idea that these guys were not watching it from like a, you know, a, the perspective of we're trying to do right. This is not like Nick Cage and, you know, like he's trying to look out for his brother. He's trying to do the right thing. These guys are just flat out crooks. They're but they're good working crooks for crooks because they're, they were only stealing cars that were insured. insured yeah, so yeah. the person that gets stolen gets their money back. Yeah. They weren't interested in dealing with the heroin. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I suppose they've, They've got to keep their focus. Yeah. Okay. So they're they're crooks with a conscience because they don't because like yeah. you know, that's that's why he takes the Mustang. I think it's the second one they steal. And they give no, it back. No, it's the first one. It's the first. And he the, no, the obviously there's the one. The he first one's back. the one he gets in the night chase. Yes, he the puts s- that back in because he wants to see that guy. That guy's an. Oh yeah, yeah. He gives that he, one back. Yeah. Because he talks about his hatred for the insurance guys. He's and like, then they steal the one off the lady, and then she puts an ad in the paper saying that it's not insured, not insured. so they give that one back. Yep. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, how do they know that the one at uh, the International Towers is not? Uh... Because then they've run the numbers on it by then. They've gone through the DMV and made sure that it's insured. Oh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just going back thinking about like rebirthing old cars. Like I had an old Valiant Ute. <laughs> oh, here we and, go. Yeah, and any cops listening, just tune out right. No, now. it's because I was just thinking, and it's like I remember when I was rebuilding it, and I was trying to find the chassis number on it, and I spoke to some old Valiant guys, and they're like, "No, they don't have them." Get out of What do you mean? It's like, oh, there's like just a stamping like in the in that front corner. It'll be like two letters and four numbers, and that's oh, yeah, it. Right. And it's like not even stamped in like any like nice way. It's literally just someone's got a punch and gone H, Dang, grabbed yeah. a different punch, Y, one, six, seven or something like yeah. that. And that was it in the corner. And I'm like, that but you could quite easily just remake that. And oh, they're like totally. Yeah, absolutely. Dad's van's like that. He Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't Dad, have a chassis number. Yeah, well, it's got well, he, he struggled because so for those listening, Dad my dad is rebirthed. <laughs> no, no. He's um Definitely restored. Restored is the word I'm looking for that I can't seem to remember. Um, an old Morris J-type van, right? And but, it's awesome. Oh, it's great. It's great. Man. It's <laughs> the cutest little thing in the world, right? But uh, those chassis, so he's got like three or four chassis. Each one of them has like a different set of numbers, but there's really no... Record. Well, there's no really indication of what those numbers represent yeah. because some of them say this is a chassis number and then there's like numbers on a different one that means something totally different and because it's... It's just all over the shop. It's just yeah. insanity with these old vehicles, you know? So, yeah. I like my, you know, I was going to say I like, I like my Corvette because it just sticks the numbers in the dashboard. Like, we <laughs> can't get it out. You'd have to, like, take the windscreen out. You know, it's just got it across the top there. So, in your face. <laughs> in your <laughs> you know, face, man. In your face, so. But, uh, yeah. But then there's your car. It's like, you know, that could have been done because it's had the steering wheel put on the other side of the car. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, who knows what... <laughs> exactly. Yeah, my car, God knows what, what exactly. kind of crazy shit that thing Who knows? Through. That's got its own story, that car. <laughs> if only it, really it could does. talk. <laughs> it's got a compliance plate. That's all I need to know. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> so, man. It's been kept in jail for the last 10 years in the garage. Oh, no. Got to get it out, man. It gets out of prepping. 
I now <laughs> never used to. Or what do you mean? Like, is it? Oh, I, I, I drive it a fair bit. <laughs> All right. Shh. Just don't tell anybody. It's nay on the drive It's nay on the drive <laughs> It's a great little, you know, weekend car to take for a cruise. I actually took it for a drive not that long ago and it was wet on the roads. And because the tyres are quite old and, and massive and massive, but very hard, mm-hmm. I could not drive this thing without spinning the wheels. I would try, I would go over a speed bump and just try to take off gently and it would just. <laughs> just start spinning the wheels. I'm like, God damn it. So it needs new tires. But, yeah. but anyway, we're getting sidetracked here. Um, look, I uh, man, we're Ratings. probably just rambling. I'm not. We're, we've got to get through a couple other things first. What? Yeah, yeah, That's right. We have segments on our show. Oh, we do, don't we? I always forget. This is where I switch off. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, it's yeah, only we do. us. <laughs> it's only us, Brad. You, I did the last one. The pressure is on. You can do this one. All right, so what? the segment's the... BTEU one. <laughs> yes, the God, BTEU we, we one. We suck. Right. All right. <coughs> let, me, let me try and do it in my best Timmy voice right. here. <coughs> <laughs> Shit. Anyway, I got to go. Every film has a shared universe. Oh, not even close. But not terrible. Not terrible, not great. You don't have the experience of the, you know, the... Hundred, um, hundred episodes worth of experience no, that Tim that's does, it. Like, yeah, and he would have been practicing for years I before getting that. Like to get yeah. that, I reckon he does it on the way here. He, I, he'd have to. I can't. Mm. My voice can't handle that kind of strain. See, I'm, I'm I, I can see he's just worked all these things into this podcast as job security because no one else can do it. He's perfected it all. Like we can't get rid of him. Hundred percent. Everybody wanted to. Yeah, backbone. He's the backbone. Yeah. He's the chassis. All right. So look, <laughs> if there's ever a long bow been drawn, oh. <laughs> this this is it. Wait, have, you got, have you got something? Absolutely not. Oh damn. All right. All right. All right. So, Do I ever? Um. There's no SWAT vans. Oh, <laughs> is there a SWAT van? There, sh- there probably is a SWAT van. No, I don't think SWAT was invented at this point. No, I don't think it was. But if there's a movie that needed a SWAT van, this is probably this it. This is probably it. Yeah. Um, um, Blues Brothers was another good car chase film. Good point. Yeah. Italian job. Italian job, yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, why didn't we do that? Why can't we have done the original Italian job and then, oh. then those guys do the, the remake? Well, you know what? Scheduling's becoming so difficult. This is probably going to be a next. more common theme, so we could probably do that next. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I've already, already I've already banished them. We're doing Aladdin. You and I are doing the original, <laughs> and doing they're original. doing Will Smith. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, um, uh, look, I got nothing. God damn, man. I probably should have thought about this. There's got to be a phone booth in this one. <laughs> yeah, but do they run over a phone booth? Maybe Atlee Jackson gets out of the car stealing game, becomes a high school teacher, becomes a history teacher, and is the history teacher sure. of Bill and Ted. Ir- irrefutable. Boom. Perfect. Done. Well done. Good irrefutable. Work. <laughs> it is locked in. Lock of the week. It's it, yeah. It's it just can't be proven wrong. That'll that'll have to do. <laughs> Good enough. <Oops. laughs> now I'm punching my microphone for, for confirmation. Um, what else do we do? That's... It's been such a long time. I can't remember. So we do. Where can you find us? On all the socials. Send socials. us an air. Send us a uh, email at sendamusfilm uh, at gmail. Yeah. Um, Insta, suppose, Facebook, uh, Twitter. Twitter. 
sure. Twitter. I don't know. Elon Musk is running Twitter now. Yeah, we'll probably get banned. For... I think he's the only one left, above from he what I heard. Be, yeah. Everyone else is gone. Is um, I'm, I'm sure that there was something else. I'm sure that if people enjoy this split format, now we don't. It doesn't always just have to be us two, but because scheduling is becoming a really difficult. Well, it thing. is. We're busy people. This is why we haven't. Someone keeps going off around the world and representing Australia at world championships. Well, like yeah, you know, look, you know, okay, I'm a big deal, all right. <laughs> <laughs> look, I mean, but between like, I literally go on tour again tomorrow. I le- I just got home. And can, I'm can you drop some names? Tomorrow, who, who are you going with? Uh, tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing the two cellos tour. Sure. So uh, I don't know if you know two cellos. They're kind of a thing. Are they? They're, they're a big deal, yeah. Okay. Are they the guys that do the ACDC thing? Yes. Okay. That's then the, I know them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So it's like you know them, but you don't know who they are. Okay. You, they are the AC. Okay. <laughs> it's, a, it's a cool show, but, sure. but then like you know, and then you got Timmy. He's away for work, and then you got Al doing whatever Al's doing. Like we're all you know, me continuously getting sick. You getting COVID and, and <laughs> tonsillitis. And tonsillitis. And probably like get COVID that. again. And... So, point being is that we're probably going to do this again. Maybe. Well, so, Al and I have done. We did one. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, what I mean, what I mean by like doing again is like the original and. The oh yeah, yeah. Main. I think it's a good. I think it's I a good. Think it's a good, concept. It's yeah. good workaround. So if you enjoy it, I guess let us know. Sure. Because you get two episodes, and you can do that on Insta, Facebook, or send us an email <laughs> yeah, at sandavisfilm at gmail. Boom. <laughs> dot com. <laughs> Sorry. Uh well, I guess the last thing to do is is ratings. Yeah. Please, go. Wow. I have a soft. I do have a soft spot for this film. Like I said, I used to have a little puff of the marijuana and watch this. Uh, I guess Mary Jane. You wouldn't call it was. It's not my sick day film. Was there a car called Mary Jane in there? Was one of the one of the cars Mary oh, Jane? I don't know. Or was there a Mary and a Jane? Probably. They. All, I think they all had one word names. Yeah. Okay. But sorry, one single name names. Hmm. Um, I do have some. Yeah, this would be my. I guess. Stoned film? <laughs> that's a thing? Sure. If that's a thing, sure. That's a thing now. Okay. Um, oh, look. And then I do have a side. It's a terrible, terrible, terrible film. But it's a brilliant film at the same time. Like, it's terrible and brilliant all at the same time. You know, made on, on a skeleton budget for eight bucks. And, <laughs> you know, considering, literally. like, the amount of cars that get wrecked and everything they trash and everything they did, it's quite amazing what they made for the crappy budget that they had. Yeah. Or that they did, obviously. Although back then, probably a lot of money. No. No. <laughs> no, absolutely not. There was there was movies being made in the millions of dollars, like shit films yeah. being made in the millions of dollars, and like really good films were in the tens of millions of dollars by the 70s. There you go. Yeah. This so, movie so was this... made for like two grand. Yeah. Hang on, I'll like, find it. I'll... I'm sure it's 100. It was 150 grand. It was something ridiculous. It was like something stupid. But so so that being that, you know, like I think, yeah, and, and I've watched this so many times. I've definitely watched this far more times than I have watched the new one. I find the new one a little bit too cheesy and just there's too much complexity to the storyline. I just don't care for, you know, like you're saying, it's a car guy's film. You just watch it because, you know what, it's a car chase. It's a car. It's just a bunch of cars doing car things with like a crappy storyline tapped on. So that kind of works for me. So for that, I am going to give this, I'm going to go as high I'm going to give it 60% because it's gone in 60 seconds. <laughs> so it gets 60%. Okay. Yep. Um, just finding some stuff. It was made for 150 grand, estimated. Ooh, estimated. Uh, hour 45 runtime. Hell yeah. Couldn't afford Dolby, so it's sound mixes in mono. <laughs> <laughs> 
Actually, there um, was one thing. they Apparently, they changed the soundtrack for the DVD release. Okay. They had to change a lot of the sounds. There was um, uh, Copyright copywriting laws. issues. Okay. Yeah. And the color isn't in the normal, whatever, you know, the normal color thing. It's in uh, Eastman color, which was probably the cheaper option at the time you as well. You mean like in terms of filming? Yeah, yeah. So you know how it's really? like in Panavision or whatever it is. Yeah, or, what yeah. is it? or Technicolor. Kodachrome. And yeah, tec- like, you know. Technicolor, t- t- yeah, yeah. Filmed in Technicolor. Well, this is filmed in Eastman color. Eastman color. I don't know what that is. I've never heard of it. I can't say I've ever. Uh, yeah, that's that's about it. 150 grand they made this film. For. What were you gonna? You were gonna say something about the, the how long it was? You were just saying is that? Yeah, no, it was just like hour 45. This could be they could cut 15 minutes out of that. I reckon you're right. Easy, probably. It probably would have been a better film. Most likely, yeah. Yeah. All right. My ratings on this. It's gonna be 60. <coughs> sure. I feel like you're higher. I feel like you're way up there near the hundreds. All right. This movie, <laughs> I, I was dreading having to watch this. You were. So dreading oh, it. I was, and I was making it very well known that I didn't want to do this. I was going to do any other film. This movie sucks balls. <laughs> it's shit. It. It's so bad. It's so shit. <laughs> Look, I appreciate the fact that it's like it's a cult film. It's like for car people, it's it's great. It's one of the must-haves in your collection or must-have scenes and everything like that. But it's a hard watch. Yep. So I'm giving it 95. What? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, dude. Oh, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> because it's a cool car film, right? Like, but I, I, As well, I said, I just got to give him credit for 150 grand budget to have a film that's still <laughs> being talked about today that was big enough to be remade into a Hollywood massive blockbuster yeah. that people still comment on and still go back to. And all those stunts were done real life. There was no special effects. Yeah. There was no anything. They kept that one car rolling through the entire film. So yeah. there's credit there. Man, they don't make films like this anymore. <laughs> I love that. Was it 95? 95. <laughs> Perfect. I feel like I want to increase my score, to be honest, but I feel like I'm going to stick with 60. No, 60 is good. 60 yeah. no, 95. Oh, that's amazing. Well, wow. What a bombshell. Yeah. <laughs> I have, and I love it. Look, I've got to say, as, uh, after I watched it, as much as I pissed and moaned about it beforehand, <laughs> at the end of it, I went, meh, it wasn't terrible. It's it wasn't that bad. It wasn't, no, 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 it was terrible. Like, like don't yeah. get me wrong. It's terrible. It's like, it's so bad. But, it's but I, it, yeah, I yeah. can't, there was kind of like, it revitalized a little bit of nostalgia about yeah. having watched this film. Awesome. Probably similar context to you. Yeah, yeah, 100 yeah. 100%, 100%, <laughs> so. Well, uh, I mean, I guess we, we're not really choosing a film, I guess. You know what? We still haven't done your last choice. What was my What was my last choice? We still haven't done Duel. Duel! Oh, <laughs> man! All right, well, we might be doing Duel next. And we might be. Or Well, you know what's funny, though? Because I think I selected this in the past. I It was like epi- around episode like 50 or something. Really? And I was like, yeah, it was way early on. And I'm like, boys, I'm going to upset the apple cart here. I want to do an original. And I okay. want to do an original and a new... And everyone was like, no, Jules, no. <laughs> so we had to re-record the ending of the Did episode. I don't recall. Yeah, it was, it was ages ago. Yeah, exactly. Well, we've been doing this for like seven years now, so. <coughs> I want to say it was like it was like six years ago. It was like episode, it would have been episode early, 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 like 20. Okay. You know what? It was my choice after I did the Cornetto Trilogy. We right. did the Cornetto Trilogy. Now, right. the only reason we did the Cornetto Trilogy is because I chose one of the films and then after the episode, <clears throat> we were like, hey, 
let's do the Cornetto trilogy. So I had this unique choice. And then it was the next time it came around. So four episodes or three episodes later, when it was my choice again, I said, I want to do the original and the new one. And you're like, no, nah. well, not you, but everyone was like, no, 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 Jules, you've had enough special requests. <laughs> Get back in your box. Hey, I, I, chose I, something else. I did four Rockies, remember? <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we, sh- I shelved it, but I was going to come back to it. So when someone, I don't know done. who it was that mentioned, I think it was Al's had, let's do the God in 60 seconds, the original. I was like, oh my God. So it kind of feels like my choice after all. <laughs> but you know, I guess we might be doing dual. I don't know when. There might be a Christmas episode coming out. That might be exciting. Christmas dual. Christmas dual. Yeah. So we'll see. Sure. So keep your ears. We missed um, anything? What's, what does Timmy say? Something, something new. Be good to your ears. Potty on dudes. Potty on dudes. <laughs> Brilliant. Greetings, my most excellent friends, and welcome back to the Sandem School of Film podcast. Please join us on our most excellent adventure through time. So we discuss all genres of film. My name is Tim Small Booth. Today, I'm just here with Al. Hi, Al. Hi, buddy. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Um, There's so much space in here. It's chaos at the Sandem School of Film. <laughs> We uh, we just can't get in the same room, everybody. Um, Jules has been competing in Argentina for the last few weeks at Street Luge. I've been working and in and out of the state. Al's got all sorts. Who knows what Brad's doing? We don't even know what Brad's doing. <laughs> yeah, Brad and I have been watching Con Air. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, been, he's potted more recently than Yes, he, he has. <laughs> Bit of housekeeping, actually. It was a good episode. Um, and well done for your intro. Oh, thank you. Look, thank I you. mean, it wasn't. You didn't fumble too much of it, but it was. I reckon that's your best. Your best yet. <laughs> that's the praise I needed. Um, and and Brad doing the the theme song for every film. <laughs> oh, so special. Oh, that's, that's that's as close as I'll ever get to a dad <laughs> moment. <laughs> I reckon. So proud. Yeah. So part two of our Gone in sixty seconds orama. Yes. So. Ideally, we will have heard about the original Gone in 60 Seconds from Jules and Brad because, again, we've split up the booth this time just based on logistics. Um, And so we get the pleasure, I think. I would say pleasure. (laughs) Absolutely. I think Brad would say that as well. Yeah, correct. Um, Of jumping into the 2000 version, the Nicolas Cage version, more (laughs) importantly. Um, Because I think this is... I mean, touching on kind of Con Air that you guys did mm-hmm. the other the other week, I think um, this in the Oldfield House has a special place because this is our number one sick movie. This is our official sick movie. Which, I must say, it felt weird watching this with a clean bill of health. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, used to, I'm used to lying there going, oh. Well, interesting fact. I actually did go home sick this week mm. and I'm like, Oh my gosh, Here talk about serendipity. This <laughs> yeah, is stars <laughs> aligning. The stars are aligning. But then I realized like the whole con like if you if you're a new listener, the whole concept of our sick movie was that it's a film you've seen so often that you can put it on yeah. and happily fall asleep. Yeah, you can sick. zone in and out of it basically. Yeah, and you can come back in and be like, Oh yeah, this is where we're at and pick the film straight up again. Yeah. But so I came home sick and I'm like, This is an incredible stroke of luck I've got here. Mm. But I realised I actually needed to sit down and watch this properly and not fall asleep. And I'm like, I can't do it. I can't. I have to watch yeah. it when I'm healthy for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, but it's I gotta say straight off the bat, this is a great movie. Straight off the bat, this is a great movie. As I said earlier, off pod. Yeah, this movie slaps. It does. Like <laughs> it really does. This is an absolute banger. Um, it's I don't. I oh, look. I understand that it's pretty cheese. Which, you know, let's face it, most of the movies around this era were pretty cheese. Con Air was a good example last episode of being super cheese. This is less cheese. This, Yeah, it's fascinating because literally coming off the back of Con Air, mm. and Brad and I talked about how, and Jules talked about it actually in his comment, about how awful... It's garbage, right? It's, it's garbage, but it's the best... It's amazing, yeah. right? Whereas this... Is less garbage. It's still there. The cheese factor is definitely still there, but I think there's a lot more in this. Yeah. And I know we're talking about Gone in sixty seconds. You know, it's not, <laughs> it's not high filmmaking, but but having watched those two back to back, effectively, there's a lot more in this one than there was in that that, that wasn't in Con Air. Um, well, I feel like I mean maybe it is because well actually I don't know because. In Con Air, well, we shouldn't harp on about Con Air too much, but the fact that... <laughs> well, you're you, playing catch-up too. Well, I am playing, yeah. The fact that, um, you know, that's kind of like a, a a plane full of criminals, it's a real romp, he's trying to get back to his family, so I get that. This is like, you know, the threat of the younger brother who's who's yeah. stuffed up a job, and he will... He's, he's going to die unless they can pull this yeah. off. I feel like I can really relate to this film. <laughs> you know, it's like... Fucking <laughs> hell. I tell you, that kid... Oh, jeez. I think this is a perfect pod for the two of us to do because it does really hit home, like, getting your little brother out of shit. Kit Reigns. <laughs> I've got to tell you, mate. Oh. Like, there's a, from the opening scene of throwing a rock... Like the fact that he he uses this rock on the regular. Yeah, this yeah. isn't I like get my tool. Yeah, this isn't like hey, look around, for, grab a rock off the street. This is like my rock for it's, throwing through. It's my he, lucky brick. He picked that rock back up when he went Did in. He? No, but oh, he would have. Yeah, yeah, we didn't see him do it, but he would have picked it up and gone. Oh, I need this for the next job. Um, so just I mean, what a what an absolute idiot. And I felt for Randall because, you know, he's created this little life. He's teaching kids. He's got his go-karts going. He's clearly loving it. Like, he's yeah. maybe slightly dead inside, but he's... <laughs> he seems to be digging it. He's digging it. Um, Speed is a byproduct. Yeah. <laughs> um, you are the car. Um, and this film is awesome. <laughs> it is. And um, But, yeah, like, the... the bloody little brother and his stupid friends his <laughs> yeah. stupid friends i hate all of them in this movie it's like a little children's playground in here it is <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> if this is the first time in a while where i've watched a movie and i've been part of the older crowd <laughs> and i've looked at these kids and gone oh man it's because of you lot that we're doing this yeah. i felt like i was doing it with them i'm like i feel like i'm burdening the same responsibility <laughs> Oh, finally, you get to feel what it's like to be an older brother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but um, but no, like I, I feel like you know the whole envelope of Raymond Kalitri um, adds that extra bit of I don't know. It's like it's it's a it's a sense of tension throughout the whole thing, even though it's still quite lighthearted in how yeah. they go about well, the whole thing. It's I a like, weird mix. I, I like how he like Christopher Eccleston 
is just chewing the scenery. Like he's mm. he's got so many good lines in <laughs> this he's... as the bad guy. He's just this uncompromising bad guy. He's like forty seven, isn't fifty? Yeah. He's like I said, I deliver fifty cars. Yeah. And I'm not, you know. <laughs> Am I an asshole? Like... <laughs> Do I look like an asshole? He um he reminds me of um of Alan Rick of uh Alan Rickman in um. Prince of Thieves a bit. bit oh, panto. in um, not Prince of Thieves. Oh yeah, Prince of Thieves. Is it yeah, Prince yeah. Of Thieves? Yeah, carve his heart out with a spoon. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> yeah. oh, that's yeah. It's yeah. that like scenery chewing bad guy. Oh yeah. Um, that that just really, but it but it seems to fit because this film is like super two thousand as well. Like mm. it's that I I took note of the soundtrack at one point, mm. and it's just this like this techno oh yeah in the background almost the whole time did it change do you remember how in um harping back to one of our previous episodes on fast and the furious how it started off as kind of new metal and then changed into techno halfway through i feel like this i think was it was like, all techno this wasn't was techno it? all the way through this was like when was except for that stupid opening credits song that yeah which is really I weird hate it. because it's the longest our most unnecessary opening credit sequence. Do you know what though? When I started this film this time, I'm like, oh, opening credits. It reminds me of being asleep, right? Straight up. But and I'm like, and oh, feverish I'm, because it's like, yeah, yeah. But because I know it's a long opening credit, I know I've got like time to like relax into the bed and comfort, and you know, I'm on I'm on the road to getting better. But. I watch, you know, I properly watch the opening sequence and it's awesome. I fast forwarded. Did you? Yeah, I did. It's so good. It's really, it's super pretty. Yeah. And it's all these old photos of them as kids and they've put in like Giovanni Ribisi and Nick Cage. Yeah. You know, they've, they've put them all in digitally and, it's really good. I'm like, okay, all right. Go I'm, back and have a look. And I've I, never properly watched music. it. Yeah, no. I've always, always been making food or, <laughs> as you said, yeah. drinking a Sprite because I'm sick or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's 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 really pretty, mm. and and the funny thing is, it it's this weird break because right before that, it does this whole like techno engine throbbing like, and the title comes up, gone in sixty seconds, and then it drops into this song, this mm. like Moby, it's a Moby song, right? Maybe I think yeah, maybe um, yeah, it's like this really different vibe. It's super weird, just for just for this bit, like, yeah. Yeah, and then most of it's like it's when the action's happening. It's like this <laughs> techno in the background, <laughs> and they're all like Avengers quipping over walkie-talkies. Yeah, yeah, and just oh, the, how fun's this? This there's no risk to this at all. No, yeah, it makes like for a start, boosting cars is the coolest term I've ever heard. Like if you know we steal cars, no, we boost cars. Oh. <laughs> He's better. <laughs> so it's all like super cool. The lighting in this film is incredible mm-hmm. as well. It's like all really like coloured. Like it's really it's green real yellow. or it's really yellow. Like when the sun comes up in the morning, it's all like this bathed. They in do this. that, you know, it's like Bad Boys, right? Yeah. Bad Boys is very yellow. Yeah. And I th- I feel like it's an LA thing a bit. So they're in Long Beach, right? Which is out of LA. Is it? It's but like, it's California though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't really know that. Yeah, I think it's like further south, like on the way to San Diego. I think it's a suburb of LA. Yeah, well, pretty much all of California is a suburb of LA. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Um, 
It's a uh, second appearance from Delroy Lindo, the man. Yes, the man from um, Broken Bro- Arrow. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, who am I thinking the of? The cop. We're talking about the main cop. In Broken Arrow? I mean, yeah, not, he was of the... course you know Broken Arrow. I'm not judging your knowledge of Broken Arrow. Yeah, yeah. He was um, he was the the main guy searching for Deacon. Oh, okay. Wasn't he in Toy Soldiers? And he was a principal in Toy he was Soldiers. Principal in Toy Soldiers. Yeah, so he's he? third third appearance yeah. then. Legend. No, he's not. It's not it's not Delroy Lindo. No? No, nah, not in Toy Soldiers, sorry. Different guy. You sure? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've forgotten his name, but different guy. Um What else? The Oh, like so there's there's a lot of like with Con Air, mm-hmm. like going back to Con Air, because it's back to back, and just as a heads up. I'm going to put a veto film choice in at the end of this film. Oh, no. Um, that you can help me discuss. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but I'm going to call I'm going to call my veto. You did it for The Mummy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, hey, that's what we're here for. Um, yeah, so unlike Con Air, that just like starts really quickly and is just like all go all the time. Yep. This has some really nice slow patches. Mm. Um, and I really like the discussion. Memphis... Memphis and Kit have on the porch about he's just made him brekkie. Oh yeah, with that, all the with salt, that gross like salt bacon. <laughs> it's all it looks like burnt salt bacon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually that's a beautiful piece of acting is when Nick Cage takes that bite. Yeah, and he's just like he's like oh, he's oh, just get it down, oh, get it down. It's good. <laughs> but he has this whole conversation about what it was like, why he started boosting cars, mm. and he just blasts to Long Beach, right? <laughs> like it was, you know, and and there's a really not like I know this sounds weird in a Nicolas Cage sense, but there's a really nice piece of performance when he starts. You know, um, Kip talks about you left, and this was my family, mm. and no, these new people are my family now. And he's and Nicholas Cage is like, well, your family, and he makes this like gesture towards him that's just really like, there's a lot more in that than what was in the script. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You have a watch of it. It's like, yeah, it's really nice. Well, it's it, like, yeah, it gives context to why he left. Yeah, that's right. And you know, people, I, I, I feel like the same thing happens. I'm sure we've talked about it with Keanu Reeves. But people rag on Nicholas Cage's acting. Nah, he's good. But it, like. Yeah. There's plenty of stuff where he's incredible, yeah. and I know this is a weird film to say it in, but he's really good in this. Like, it's this is this is his purple patch. Yeah, he had yeah. a real purple patch. Yeah. Well, someone talked about Conair being his decline, his peak. No, not the peak, but the decline. Like everything after Conair. Yeah. I disagree with that because I thought he was look. Face off, you can take with a grain of salt. Let's be honest. Yeah. Or a whole pitcher of salt if Kip's <laughs> cooking. <Kids> cooking. <laughs> but he's still good in it. He's still yeah. decent in it. Yeah. Just taking into consideration what he was given. Yeah, yeah. But again, I think the difference, the difference for me, comes back to it's it's the Daniel Day Lewis factor. If I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there watching Con Air going. Nick Cage is doing a great job here. Yeah. Right? Whereas this, I'm watching Randall Raines. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not thinking so much about Nicolas Cage. Because um, he does have, like, a very senior um, aura about him in this. Yeah. he's like In terms of how he's presented, how calm he is 
when speaking to the police and stuff. Oh, I love like his interactions that. with the two cops is yeah. cool because he's just you can you can tell by how they're interacting that they've been doing this for years. Yeah, and they did it ages ago, and it's been cat and mouse for yeah. so long. And Randall's just gotten away with it. He's just managed to escape every time. <laughs> yeah, it's that, that conversation outside the diner. Yeah, delightful because you get to understand that. That all comes from that scene, just the interaction between them, and you understand. Well, and the younger cop doesn't get it. Yeah, because he's he he wasn't. You can tell he wasn't around when Randall was boosting cars. Boosting cars previously. <laughs> yeah, and so he's this smart ass cop and stuff. Yeah, and he's again t- like the cast is the cast is great. Stella, like Timothy Oliphant, Robert great. Duvall, Robert Duvall. Um, <laughs> and was that like- so? Yeah. <laughs> Having just seen that again, I'm like, I thought that was in... He does that in Days of Thunder. Yeah, he might do. It's like, I'm going to make you swift like a butterfly. But is that this film? Maybe I got that confused. Oh, maybe it is. I feel, you know when he's talking to the car in Days of Thunder? Yeah. When he's talking to it, he's like, I'm going to lower yeah. you and put your whole extra thing <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, I'm going to make you the make same you like as a... all the other cars because I have to <laughs> buy the regulations. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. I remember that clear. Yeah. Clear as day. But maybe it's... Because he does it at the end of this one. He's like, like a butterfly. Yeah. I'm like, oh, thing. have I been getting them mixed up? Like, mechanic Robert Duval. No, I bet you he was told to. They're like, remember that Days of Thunder thing? You do? Can Thunder you do thing? it? Do the butterfly thing. I bet thing. you he was told to yeah, do it. That would be I, sick. If you look up, someone at home, look up the INDB trivia. I'm sure it's in there. <laughs> that, they, that the director or someone said, hey, do the hand thing. <laughs> um, but even when... Uh, what's the main cop's name? Castleback. Thank you. When Castleback comes in and they've got the Cadillac there, right? The old yep. shitty Cadillac yep. with the Coke in the, the back. The 83 Eldorado, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, I know my cars, yeah, Brad and Jules. Yeah, Brad and Jules. We're doing just fine, <laughs> We're doing <see>? good. <laughs> um, <laughs> Shelby GT500. Um, yeah, and Unicorn. they're like, he's like joking with him, like, you break it, you bought it. He starts laughing and then does this look up and oh, Randall like, so get him the fuck out of here. You know, like, so oh, good. it's just... Oh, Robert Duvall. Robert Duvall is excellent in this. Oh, man. Scotty Kahn's in this. Like, it's just... It's stacked. Scotty Kahn, is he the Oceans he's, guy? He's yeah, the Oceans? he's Tumblr. He's one, yeah, he's yeah. one of the two brothers that are always bickering. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, Jolie, obviously. Angela Jolie. Um, yeah, it's... Frank the Bunny from Donnie Darker. What's that guy's name? Oh, yeah, it is Frank the Bunny. Frank the Bunny, and he's in... Um, he's the pizza guy who... He delivers pizzas. That's why he's Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah everyone's going to eat. got to eat. Yeah. <laughs> and then the only, you know, so we talked about how boosting is the coolest term ever. The only term it does, the only time it doesn't work yet does work because it's so goofy is when he comes in with that Cadillac and he's like, boosted it myself. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, you dickhead. <laughs> Yeah, and the poor kid, he's like, they're going to love this. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. like, I'm part of the crew now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he had this... It's almost like he had his own initiation in his head that he had to follow through yeah, with. exactly. Because he's like, oh, fuck, you know, I'm the only one that's bringing nothing because the other guy's like a computer hacker. Yeah. The other guy can drive anything with wheels. <laughs> and he's getting the Mercedes keys, you know, and, yeah. you know, the other guy... What I can't remember what the other guy did, but he's like, oh, I'm, I'm bringing nothing, so if I can boost a car, I can I'm show in. that I'm yeah. in. And literally everyone in the room's like, dude, what the hell yeah. are you doing? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you idiot. Um, is your favourite scene the lowrider scene? 
You know what? It's a mixture between. It's a mixture between that scene, the Eleanor scene. Yeah. The, the I love that car chase. Yeah, the whole. Sequence. I just love the. We'll get to it, but I love okay. that. Um, and I love him with the kids in the go karts. Yeah. Awesome. Like the <laughs> yeah. shaving the one second off a lap time. Like he's taking it so seriously, yeah, but yeah. he's into it. And the yeah. kids are like, have no idea. Like the <laughs> kid like, that okay. spins out looks like five years old. He looks like yeah, he has, tiny. he won't, that, that's not even a memory for that kid. <laughs> he won't remember that, you know. I don't know what that was, but that wasn't driving. Correct. So yeah, I, um. The, the lowrider scene to just double back is amazing because there is not one skerrick of context mm. it's not explained at all it, they just he's like Donnie lowrider you're like come on what are you doing put mm. it on and they play it it's not a specific like break in the song mm. it's just a piece of the song but it's also an initiation for the new guys because the new guys are looking around like what the yeah, is, but like one of them that, actually mouths what the yeah fuck? but I love that there's no explanation for the nah. audience either it's just like okay let's go this is what we do yeah and it's like Okay, like there's no. I love that there's no explanation, and it's so good because it's like, all right, cool. I'd love to have known whose input that was. And I get right, and then there's this scene where they all stand around. Yeah, how are they gonna? How are they gonna g themselves up to go? Yeah, yeah. Someone's okay, like, it's got to be something car related. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Sure. Yeah. Oh, like a specific bit? No, just we'll just play any of it. Like. <laughs> um, Michael Pena has also has a guest spot. As the um, the the dude who gets out of the car and he's like, oh, "You going through the dog shit? Oh, bro!" <laughs> I'm like, "Hey, Michael Pena, awesome!" <laughs> oh man. Um, the I was thinking a bit about to to disappoint Brad. I was thinking a bit about Fast and Furious, oh, yeah. which was 2001, wasn't it? Yeah. So this feels very influential. The the oh, let's start talking about the um the chase sequence at the end yeah because that chase sequence felt very influential on Fast and the Furious there was a lot of like shots of the feet changing the pedals and the camera work the camera just... work was really good yeah there was that ang- there's an angle from just outside his window I think it's on it's on one of the review mirrors I think yeah kind of looking at him and it's just a it's just such a good angle and there was another one. Oh, was it from behind him maybe in the back seat? Or I can't remember, but mm. there was just some really beautiful shots yeah. of that. Um, and it was... I, the thing I found about it was it was a super gritty kind of chase. Like There was nothing except... Okay, let, except for the jump at the end. Let's yeah. just put that out of our mind for yeah, a second. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of it didn't seem terribly Hollywood, yeah. I think, because it was... It, there was like It felt like it wasn't easy. Yeah, like he wasn't like he was really. You could feel him wrestling with the car. Like he yeah. clearly doesn't handle very well. Yeah, yeah. And, and I imagine if if Jules and Brad were here, they'd be like, "Oh, it's uh, awful." Yeah, like, it's yeah, dog shit. yeah correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and but and I felt like that came through with how they shot it, and that came through yeah. with just just the the vibe of the chase again, except kind of for that last little bit. Yeah, um, the the gas bottle too mm. is like one step closer to that fanciful like that's almost the bridging point to the jump at the end it makes the jump slightly more in context because we've seen the yeah the um, gas bottle also a, a terrific example of well utilized cg 
because mm. that gas bottle was all CG. Well, was it almost yeah. all CG? Like you, if you if you're really looking, you can tell when it is, but largely it blends in really nicely. Mm. And it's like yeah, I didn't appropriate notice. appropriate use of CG. <laughs> didn't notice. What about the bloody car getting hit by the wrecking ball? The wrecking that ball. guy's dead, surely. <laughs> surely that guy's that dead. That guy is pulverized. Between you're either. He was on the wrecking ball side. He was. Right? Like, that's driver's side, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So. And so you're either on the wrecking ball side or on the wall side. You're not surviving that. No. Clearly. Like, you I don't, think, car, I don't think you're going through the wall. I think you're just getting squished, aren't you? Getting, surely you're getting squished. I mean, the, the... Depends on what the wall is, but the, it looked like a concrete wall to me. The wall, the ball is designed to go through the wall. This is true, yeah. Right? So okay, you so you'll a, go through the wall, but you'll go through squished. Yeah, but there's nothing left of the car because <laughs> it's designed to go through the wall. Like <laughs> there is nothing, nothing in this world is going to stop that from going through the wall. Exactly, because normally That's what it's designed to do. The wall would usually stop it from going through the wall, but it's designed to go it's through walls. It's designed to go through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy's dead. Okay, that guy's, that guy's dead. dead. Okay, moving along. <laughs> moving along. But and again, it was a re- it's a nice like Timothy Oliphant moment. Mm. Like I feel like I remember that bit from the trailer. That's like a clip from the trailer. Where he's like, "Are you sure?" Because you just went through a wall. Yeah, it was. Hundred percent, yeah. it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, that like uh, the the repertoire. Repertoire. No. Oh, God, my brain's not working. That's cool. The the back and forth between the two cops. Oh, yeah. is great. The yeah. whole time, you know, when he's like, "Whoa, man, this guy can drive," and he's like, "It's probably mostly the car." Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like. This whole back and forth, it's so good. Um, I found it weird that the helicopter couldn't keep up. Oh, so I had so I watch a lot of stuff with with the subtitles on. Yes, just because you know I can't always have the sound up or yeah. whatever. And one of the chopper pilots, he's like, he's getting away. And they like catch up with him, and he's like, "This isn't. This is a something chopper, uh, not an Apache." Ah, yeah, okay. And I'm like, "Oh, that." Like, they explained it. Cool. I'm like, not knowing either of those two helicopters, the pilot is clearly like, "Oh, we're not in a super fast helicopter. This isn't what it's designed to do." I'm like, "Ah, oh, cool. cool little detail." Okay, I didn't. I didn't catch that yeah. clearly. Yeah, yeah. And again, it wouldn't be a car. Oh, it'd movie. be the sound of an Apache or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but it wouldn't be a car movie in LA without the without the LA River. The, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just like. Oh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Even Greece had it. Tipping t- ticket off the bingo list. <laughs> yeah, <that's it. laughs> Drive down LA River, tick. That's it. Um The we were talking about um Raymond Kalitri. Great name too, Raymond Kalitri. It is good. Just rolls off beautifully. Mm. I love how you know, Chris Eccleston's chewing the scenery, but I love that they've put this like carpenter spin oh, on him. I tell you what, and that's what made me think of um Alan Rickman. Oh yeah. Because he just doesn't answer the goddamn question. He just goes on about his stupid he's projects. Good. Oh, this so is from good. the blah 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 era, and you just the look on yeah. the look on everyone else's face is just like, dude, what the hell? <laughs> and then and then I love how it comes back in the end, and Nick Cage is like, he's like, don't don't wreck the chair. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, crap. <laughs> he's like, no. And then another thing I noticed about this on this watch. That it was kind of cool, like just that slight bit of detail where, you know, he falls off that that ledge at the refinery at the scrapyard, and through his office ceiling, mm. and then he like half lands in the coffin. He doesn't like, like he kind of misses the coffin. Yeah, which I I felt was was 
good. Mm. You know, like it would. It would have been too. I feel like it would have groaned a lot. Yeah. If you just landed like flat in. And the then it like slowly lowers. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like that would have been like a parody movie or something. Yeah. Where he would have landed and then the lid would have closed. Yeah. But the fact that it was just this awful mess mm. was like, oh, that feels better. Like. Yeah, because it's like, it's oh, that's your first one, but that's your last one. Oh, Tim, you know, oh, I, mean? I love it. That would have been a good line. <laughs> it's also your <laughs> last. <laughs> oh, and then, and then, of course, the whole, um, the whole bit at the end with Castleback and Reigns, where he's like, "Well, I'm in a pickle now because you saved my life," and and I don't know, I'm just still. Uh, there's no other way this film is going to end, like. Mm. He's, he was never gonna take him in but surely you would right you'd be like I'm sorry but this is my job and, and it almost feels like not catching Randall has been a real burden on yeah, him yeah well he says that yeah, outside like the diner he's like it's just this it's mark eating, on my it's eating me up yeah. yeah and he's like you know he says roll, roll, you roll through a stop sign cross when you're not across all yeah, courses yeah. you know I'll take you down and so but you know, I guess Which when you when you face death like that, it's, like it's the growth of the character, right? Like, it's, yeah, you know, he's like a brother's love is a brother's love. Yeah, yes. I'm like, yeah, I have no time for that line. Worst part. I worst, have no, worst line no time for that line <laughs> like, at all. Like, shut up. <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyway. But, but yeah. Absolute banger. It is a it is a banger. All right. Eleanor aside. Favorite boost? Favorite boost. I mean, there's the which car? Which the the car? They don't focus like I like how efficient most of them are. Yeah, you know, like we only really focus on Eleanor, the Humvee, the, the Lambo, the Lambo when they're talking about sex versus boosting. Oh yeah, cool. That's, that scene is amazing. Can cut like, it with a knife, in there. Sex. While boosting cars, <laughs> she's like, "Oh, that's a good line." <laughs> uh, then there's obviously the Mercedes, which they get. Oh yeah, which they have to walk away from. Which so they, they didn't boost them really. They there's, do. There's that. There's that. So when they pinch them from the impound, I'm like, they breeze over that pretty quickly. Like, yeah, that's a fair achievement to just like drive three cars out of the impound with no surely, planning. With no planning. With no too. plan. Because surely they had to drive past that guy in the booth. Oh yeah, like, how did they get part? Like, I feel like in all these movies, the guy in the booth is the most useless dude. <laughs> is he even there, or is Imagine. it a hologram of a guy in the booth? Imagine you're like going for auditions, and you're like guy in the booth, and like, oh, again, I've been tired as the guy in the booth. All right, read your lines, and he just doesn't say anything. Good, you're hired. <laughs> you're in. <laughs> God damn it. Just look the other way. <laughs> God damn it, you're good. Um, um the. Bruce. Uh, the Range Rover when they when the you know they're having a party oh, yeah. out the back I think yeah. and that idiot that tags yeah, along it's a Cadillac I again think. one of the young guys stuffs it up yeah <laughs> douchebag <laughs> oh he gets himself shot um, I'm trying to think what else there is I mean like when they the first one they do where they roll out like five Ferraris all from the from the lot yeah is pretty great like mm. they just and when they when they come back when they get to the dock. Someone, someone's face is just like, oh wow, like we've made a cracking start here. Because I, I noticed in that first, in the first round of boost when Kip was doing it, 
they were they only had thirteen cars. Mm. Like they were and they'd running. done seven of them, I think, by that stage. That no. was the seventh one. The no, Porsche? they had thirteen of them. That was they were like, we've got thirteen of. Oh right, okay. Thirteen and thirty-seven to go. Yeah right, okay. And I'm like, oh, you're not very far through. Like they're obviously, yeah, have more time, but yeah, yeah. Why um, oh, because I when they originally went through the list, uh, Duval says that twenty-five of them are like super rare. Yeah, Eleanor obviously included. Mm. Did we really get much of that? Like no. the Humvee, maybe. Well, we only got... No, because that was when um, the cops discovered the list. This is where we need Jules and Brad. And they're like, oh, we let's focus on these two because they're the rarest. Yeah, okay. Because they'll be left. They'll be the ones they haven't done yet. So Yeah. yeah I, I, okay, I, I know we're going to harp on it a bit because <laughs> we already have, but I love the relationship between Randall and Eleanor. Yeah, so I good, think, isn't it? <laughs> I think it, I've never... This is the first time where like they've made... Apart from the movie Cars, they've made <laughs> a car like an actual character of the movie. Oh, like yeah. it, the car has personality yeah. by its aloofness and its clear beauty and yeah. rareness, and the, the fact sco- that it's been trouble in the past. The score, it's like the oh. yeah, yeah, and and that he's never. It's all, something's always happened yeah. and he has to talk to it and yeah. like, the kids don't get it. They're like, well, he's yeah, talking to it. Yeah, he's talking to it. Of course he's talking Shut to up, it. It's Eleanor. It. Don't you know Eleanor? <laughs> yeah, because... You young I, idiot. And it's cool how all the way through the film where we sort of switch audience positions, sometimes you get carried along. Yeah, of course he's talking to the car, stupid yeah. kids. Yeah. Like, and then other scenes like the lowrider scene where with the kids, we're like, uh, what the hell's going on? Like, I don't know if I was. I reckon I was on board with that from the get-go. Well, I mean, I am. I definitely if, am. If I was in that room, not that I would be because I'm a wuss, but if <laughs> I was in that room and they said, okay, put Lowrider on, I would have been like, yeah, okay. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm down with this. Let's get prepped. Let's get prepped, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. All right, well. I'd take that back to my own boost crew. I'd go, we're playing Lowrider from now on. Yeah, They're like, why? Like, I'm like, don't ask. Randall Rains does it. Yeah. Mi- Randall Memphis Rains does it. So now we do it Every- Gather in boosters. Yeah. Gather in around the... The boost club. Tim, can you stop calling us boosters? No, no. No, no, come in. That's what we do with boost cars, guys. Because we're cool. We're shy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm young. All, All right, good. well... Are we kicking on? Al? I think we're kicking on. Uh, With no jewels here, we ramble till the clouds. Yeah, right. Well, you know what it's time for. I believe it's time for your favourite segment, which is <laughs> and I and and just before I do this, again, Brad, well done. Um, and you're gonna have to do it again in your episode. <laughs> I haven't listened to it, so I hope you've done well. But here's here's an intro. Every film has a shared universe. <laughs> Now, I'm in trouble again. I have nothing. No. <laughs> like no. every good BTEU connection segment, I was like, I don't know. They probably drove past a phone booth. Could. All right. So, <laughs> why is okay? Why is Kalitri? Where's he? Where's he taking his car? He's just—is he just scrapping him? No, he's not. No, no, he's, he scraps he's, Eleanor. There's a buyer somewhere else. Yeah, okay. Could that buyer be involved somehow, some way, somewhere? Um, 
Jeez, you know what? Nah, nah I'm, I'm really struggling, actually, with this. Maybe it's an early faction of the Denomalous cult. <laughs> you know, they just started in... This is just where it all got started, in, in Carth, in Grand Theft Auto, and it's escalated to world domination. Could you know how the bridges yeah, shut off? No, okay, all right, we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry to completely ignore yeah. you and gloss no, the, over. No, I think bri- it was warranted that I did. The bridges shut off. <laughs> <Keep going. laughs> Do you reckon the bridge? So you know the bridge how it goes over the ramp. I'm very familiar with that. Do you reckon they they've shut it off because that's where the concert's going to be? Oh, for, brilliant! For brilliant. <laughs> on the back of the truck. Imagine that. <laughs> That's the highway where they've stopped. I love it. That's it. That's it. Well played. <laughs> Did we see Eleanor fly Locked over the, the back? Oh no, because that was at night time, wasn't it? But you know, no, I don't think it was. No, not initially. Maybe it was like late afternoon. Which this was sunset. This was in towards. The... No, it was first thing in the morning. Was wasn't it? it? Oh, it was yeah. first thing in the morning. Yeah. I but you know, there's a lot of traffic. So LA, I reckon maybe LA's that could have been. That yeah. could have been maybe where they all the that, traffic stopped. That's definitely yeah. All yeah. right. Let's lock that in. <laughs> oh, I feel good. I, good. I never get it. I never get it. Oh, you're a fubal. Okay, ratings? Yep. Um, no yep. Ne- huh? No need to beat around the bush here. I'm 100. 100. Yeah, yeah. This is like... I will watch... I If you ask me which one to watch, I'd, I'd say I don't know. I'm I'd setting... Have... We're setting up two two screens. Two screens. <laughs> two screens. We're going to double watch these bad boys. <laughs> All right? Yeah, I, I... This film has lost nothing for me, actually. Yeah, I'm going to get two AirPods and put one in <laughs> for each sound and we'll just... Confuse the hell out of my brain. Yeah, I am. I am one hundred percent on board with that. Yeah, because um, I just like. Yeah, I just. It's got a good flow. It's got decent comedy in it. It's got plenty of action in it. It's yeah. kind of stupid. Yeah. Um, but it's not too stupid. Uh, yeah, it's um, incredible. It's not like we said. It's not like the trash, hilarious that a con air is or yeah. a snakes on a plane or you yeah. know something like that. Mm. It's. It's just enough silly to and if there'd been more stuff like the the jump at the end mm. it would have you know it would have ruined not ruined but you know it would have made it worse mm. um but there's like you know just enough it's good that that bit it's at the right at the end and yeah we got you know don't we, need to dwell on we it. haven't spoken about vinnie jones either um oh yeah vinnie jones in this yeah very Sphinx. very lockstock vinnie jones yeah, well, Lockstock was 98. Yeah. So this would have been his, like... Like, he had his little speech at the end there. Yeah. Which, I, I liked it. Particularly <laughs> because someone else said, oh, I thought you were from bloody yeah, Long Beach. Yeah, I thought Beach you were from Lame, man. I thought you were from Long Beach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I never, never noticed before, right at the start, he's at the... um, He's in the morgue. He's working in the morgue. And they're like, how does he answer the phone? I don't know. He takes a bite of his sandwich and then just chucks it on the guts of a corpse. Like, just sticks it on the stomach. And I'm like, dude. Ew. <laughs> are you coming back to that sandwich? Or are you done? Or, like... He dodges bullets heavy. Ah, <laughs> oh, love him. Great stuff. All right. So, this is... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull my veto. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, we, okay, yeah. Are we up to that? Yeah, we're up to that. We've done hey. ratings. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll still get to Jewel. I promise we'll get to Jewel. I don't know if we ever will. <laughs> it's the this could be the new, this could be the new joke. <laughs> I would like to finish off a Nicolas Cage trilogy. I oh. think the next film that we do needs to be a Nick Cage film. You want it to be Face Off, don't you? Well, 
Sucks to be the other guys. They got no say. Yeah, yeah. Well, like it's it. my veto. Yeah, it's your veto. All right, we all get a veto. Right? Yeah. We all get a veto. And it's in these times of need, you know, when the podcast has clearly been MIA, and yeah. you know that happens. That uh, we kind of need this stuff. Pods find a way. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> um, awesome. All right. I think that about wraps it up. I think so. Okay, so we don't know when you're going to next hear from us again. Um, we'll try and get back in the booth as soon as we can. Um, we're obviously rapidly reaching the end of the year, so there may be a Christmas treat oh, yeah, approaching. Christmas episode, yeah. Which we obviously need to get our act together for. Um, but thanks for, having, thanks for hanging with us, I think, is the main thing. And we'll, uh, yeah, we'll continue to fix the booth as best we can, get it working again. In the meantime, though... As per usual, do not forget to be excellent to your ears and also don't forget to potty on dudes.